to think that very snowflake today will become a raging torrent of a whitewater rapid tomorrow. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. After the predictably unpredictable weather of recent Januaries along the Downeast Coast, February usually offers a glimpse of steadiness in the winter season. We can enjoy more clear days with sun bouncing off ice and snow, and over an hour more of daylight on February 5th compared to the winter solstice. When I picture February, I picture warm sunshine at odds with a frozen world. I am reminded of those long, sunny days of summer once again, and know that once we are past February 1st, we are officially over halfway through winter. If spring feels like an impossibly distant future, just head outside where our nature neighbors know it's coming and are making preparations. One such clue of impending spring is the tap-tap-tapping of a hairy woodpecker alongside a tree cavity. Holes in trees, or tree cavities, are vital spots for a variety of creatures, and now is a great time to find and observe them because they are easier to find before the leaves grow back and they are a common spot for birds to find refuge in the winter. Woodpeckers are the primary excavators of tree cavities. What may begin as a tiny hole from an emerging beetle larva, or simply the sound of carpenter ants eating dead wood behind an otherwise intact layer of bark, becomes a large hole chiseled away by woodpeckers in search of an insect meal within the tree. Reminder, woodpeckers don't eat wood, they peck away at wood to find bugs to eat. I was leading a birding hike in January for a group of women the day after we had highs in the single digits with whipping winds and the day before gusts of 75 miles an hour with snow and rain were expected. As we stood in our many layers of wool and down and were urged to keep moving to stay warm, I was asked the fantastic question, how do little birds handle this weather? Where do they go? It can seem impossible that something so much smaller and more exposed to the elements than we are can handle it all, but in addition to a variety of adaptations that make these tiny bird bodies more resilient to the elements than ours are without the clothing we invented to make up for it, like us, they seek shelter. What could be better shelter from predators, wind, or precipitation than a tree cavity? These tree cavities continue their importance to the life cycle of many of our local birds well into spring, and that hairy woodpecker offers us a clue as to why. Males and females pair up in the middle of winter and focus on their nesting territory. They drum and tap, often on those hollow trees that amplify their tapping sounds. When the right tree cavity is found for a future nest, both members of the mating pair excavate any unwanted detritus so it's ready for nesting season. So if you hear or see a hairy woodpecker alongside a tree cavity now, you can guess that it may become a nesting site for them later. Unlike the colorful or mottled patterns of many bird eggs, our local woodpeckers have bright white eggs. Do you have a guess about why? Because they lay their eggs in the hidden depths of a tree cavity, woodpeckers have no need to have camouflaged eggs. Their surrounding tree does the camouflaging for them. While woodpeckers are primary cavity nesters, meaning they are usually the ones making the big holes in trees that they may later take advantage of for nesting, There are other birds known as secondary cavity nesters that rely on those existing cavities for their own nests. Eastern screech owls and kestrels, tree swallows and bluebirds, white-breasted nuthatches and tufted titmice are just some of the species that nest in tree cavities. 
it's easier to move into an existing house than build one from scratch. So the next time you're outside, you could stop to appreciate your local snag riddled with holes. You could even monitor the same tree cavity over time and see who comes and goes. From winter shelter to spring nesting, tree cavities are vital to the diversity of life in our backyards. But remember not to knock on those hollow trees or stick your fingers in there. How would you feel if a giant came sticking his fingers in your bedroom window? You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.